Hello, welcome to From Rushers with Love. My name is Maggie. I'm Haley. I'm Ashton. What time is it? It's girl uh, time! Uh, 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 uh. I thought that would be a good goof. It really was not. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. It's not the worst one I've ever heard. Girl, my eyes and girl, my mind. It never stops after it starts. Cause you're a girl, a girl, a girl tonight. The girl tonight. Hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. Girl tonight. Alright, this time we are talking about. Big Time Terror, which I always ah! forget is the real name of the episode, because I don't refer to it as that. I just say the ghost one. Yeah. We've talked about this many times as the ghost one. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's season one, episode 14. It aired in 2010. On May 8th. It, it was directed and written by the dream team of Savage Steve Holland and Scott Fellows. Yes. Welcome back, Scott. Great to have you here. <laughs> oh, wait, actually, no, because Gustavo gets, like, a uh, character assassinated in this, and I can't believe it was Scott's doing, because, like, you made the guy, right. Scott. I'm still floored that this episode holds up so well, despite all of the terrible, <laughs> just bad-to-watch-and-hear things yeah. that we will, I'm sure, detail. <laughs> Anyway, the episode starts out really good. Um, they're doing like a little, I don't know if there's actually a fire pit there, but that's the vibe. They're like out by the pool at night and they're singing Stuck and everyone mm-hmm. is jamming with them. Guitar Dude is there. It's very cute. <laughs> they're just singing their own song. Joe is there. She's going to have nothing to do this episode at all. Yeah. Camille's not even there. No. I was. I really thought she was gonna be the ghost, but she wasn't the ghost. I feel like I had like a. Maybe she is. I like Mandela affected her as the ghost because <laughs> I've seen this before, but it was not Camille. Spoilers. Um, so what we see is what it looks like to me is a sentient table got really sick of the noise and hearing big time rush music. And then it went inside and dramatically slammed the door shut behind itself. Oh, that just is to like, the best be a little bitch about scene. it. But everyone else, I guess, thought it was a ghost moving well, the Logan, table inside. Logan, Logan thought it was an air conditioner. <laughs> Which is he thought wild. the door slamming was an air conditioner causing a backdraft. And then um, somebody asked him to explain the table and he was like, I will explain that later. <laughs> which I really loved. I wanted to see him, like, try to come up with stuff no, he just, over the uh, course of the episode, but he, no. He just correctly assumed that they would forget about it if they didn't talk about it for, like, five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall's trying to diffuse the situation because everyone's getting really worked up and either afraid of the ghost or mad that people think ghosts are real. Whatever is <laughs> happening, Kendall wants no part of it. Because he's not in charge of these shenanigans. <laughs> and he assures them there is nothing terrifying behind the door so they can stop screaming. 
but then he opens the door and it's Gustavo who informs them that his mansion is flooded and he needs to stay with them tonight, which actually does elicit extreme fear <laughs> from Kendall, from all of them, but I think Kendall was the most afraid. That's the first time you see Kendall afraid and not like just kind of mildly concerned throughout this opening. No, he's he's so upset. <laughs> So, okay. you know, they all grab each other and scream really loud, which is a bonkers reaction to have in, like, a human interaction. <laughs> I have a few questions to pose really quick. Um, how do you think Gustavo flooded his mansion? Moat. Did they say? The moat. <laughs> yeah, I was because... <laughs> The last time we saw his mansion, there was an alligator in it, so I thought maybe he was, like, trying to flush it out. Well, it's been a while It took him a really long time to think of that. Maybe that rogue cat, like, did something? I don't know. <laughs> the rogue cat? The rogue cat started a fire, and then the sprinklers all went off. The rogue cat? And they ruined everything. The rogue cat blocked up the plumbing intentionally. <laughs> And then my other question, um, that I thought of just now, does Kendall know that he's gonna die? Like I know, <laughs> I don't mean like I know he knows. Like someday, <laughs> this is his someday though. <laughs> like, does he know how dead he is? Does he know it's imminent? No, does he know I don't that think... we're watching no. for it? Because I was trying to think of why he would be so mad about the mention of ghosts. <laughs> oh, so he's really sensitive because he knows he's going to be one soon. He doesn't like to think about it. He just doesn't like I when nonsense happens Wait, that he but didn't Wait, didn't we say at one point that Logan himself may be a ghost? Yeah, he can't die. And Logan doesn't believe in that. <laughs> right? No, wait, we said he was undead, perhaps. Okay, like I, he had al- already died and can't be killed again. Right. Maybe that's why he doesn't believe in ghosts. Because then he would have and to, like... And then Kendall's like... just constantly on the brink of death. Right. Okay. How many so times Logan, have we like, talked about them being dead? Logan can't, like, mentally parse that he is undead and unable to die. So he doesn't believe in ghosts because that acknowledges some sort of afterlife and he can't parse that like he can't make that stick in his head he's just in deep deep denial yeah all right we will definitely explore <laughs> this deeper oh yes this is just a little taste <laughs> all right and we get the little intro yeah after the theme song uh mrs knight has made gustavo a cup of tea which is very cute she just likes tea and he's wearing a bathrobe, and he's wearing a hat that says Rock Records. <laughs> he brought them from home. Yes. The boys ask. Well, first of all, they're all just standing there staring at him. And Katie, too, <laughs> just standing there staring at this human man. <laughs> he hasn't done anything yet. He's just sitting on their couch drinking tea, well, which seems normal. Straight chill. He's not even wearing his weird sunglasses indoors, so... He's about to do something that made me want to die, but we'll get there. Uh, they ask if he would be more comfortable staying at, um, like, a five-star hotel. And then he reveals that he is a member of the hotel unwelcome list, along with Aerosmith. I forget the other one. Russell Crowe and the original host of Blue's Clues. Why did I got the original host of Blue's Clues. That <laughs> For sure. No, the, fir- the first one was Russell Crowe. That wasn't good. 
What was that? I think it was <laughs> extremely good. Ross. Haley, listen to Kevin Fresher. Ross. <laughs> what is that? Soon you will rue the day you dared to cross. Ross. The original host of Blue. <laughs> Steve. Steven? Steve. He wrote the theme song for Young Sheldon. Oh, yeah. He's a guy. Yeah. <laughs> the original host of Blue's Quiz? Yeah. <laughs> Wrote the Young Sheldon theme song? Yeah. I learned that, and I can't unlearn it. I can't absorb that information right now. We're <laughs> supposed to. We need to move on. Oh, no, I was just going to say that this episode has a lot of really good Jamesisms. Like, every single James line is yes. um, perfectly delivered, starting with Another uh, this theme at the beginning that... here. That when they ask if Gustavo would want to stay at a five-star hotel, and he says he can't. Then James just yells, "Why not?" <laughs> and that, like, begins his very good Jamesisms. I can't do it Agreed. right. And also, when he does that, Kendall does this yeah. little like bring it like, down a notch down gesture. gesture, which is also a theme throughout this. Is he's he's trying to keep James from doing something. I don't know what James does when he reaches his limit, but I think Kendall does, and he doesn't want it to get there, which is wild for a lot of reasons um kendall anyway kendall is afraid of bandana man coming out oh oh my god or no evil mirror james <laughs> he needs to keep james reined in because james has always been the one like groveling to gustavo mm-hmm. because he wants to be famous but apparently this is his limit is the man being in his home where he lives yeah if you'll notice there's not a single bandana seen anywhere in this episode <laughs> It's because of Kendall's precautions. Pretty straight, Thank you, yeah. Kendall. So Gustavo punctuates his list of people on the hotel and welcome list by taking the tea bag out of his mug and just dropping it on the coffee table. And I was so mad about that. I just, like, I, I thought it was dumb to be mad about, so I just sort of had to sit there. You were so mad about it that you didn't even hear him say, the 90s were a wild time. <laughs> after he says the thing about the 90s Kendall ro- rolls his eyes the hardest I've seen him roll his eyes so far and so Kendall's like mom did you see that thing in the bathroom so we have another thing that cool thing in the bathroom yeah I've been very casually keeping track of all the times Kendall tries to show someone things <laughs> or give them things but this one's a lie yeah. The lie thing. He lied to his mother. And so they all go into the bathroom, minus Gustavo, and I think Katie. They leave Katie out there to just awkwardly stand there looking at Gustavo. <laughs> um, oh, the poor girl. She's fine. She's strong. And they explain to Mrs. Knight that they, you know, they see Gustavo all day, every day, and the palm woods is where they go to take a break from him! <laughs> <laughs> And then Logan supplies that he is also a man-beast. But he says, he's a man-beast! <laughs> also, Gustavo shows up at, like, the pool or something at least once an episode. He'll just show up when they're at the pool and be like, good news, guys. I solved the B plot. He usually doesn't come into their apartment, though. No. Oh, yeah. 
Kelly does. Mrs. Knight tells them that they should be nice to people, even if they aren't nice. And then Gustavo's been eavesdropping, and he points out that he pays their rent. And then they open the door. Are you talking to shower people? <laughs> and also, I mean, they did they did shower from the bathroom, so. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So he, they open the door, and he's standing there, and he has a new tea bag, and he's holding it in a way that's, like, suggestive. Um, I thought he was Wait. about to eat the tea bag. <laughs> old tea bag because when they go run into the bathroom someone throws the old tea bag back into his mug <gasps> as they go didn't notice that yeah. yeah so that's the original tea bag regardless and i thought that was why they thought it was so gross because katie comes in with her like disgusted face but i still don't get why like obviously okay the gross part is that he threw it on the coffee table mm-hmm. and it's like and now the tea's undrinkable because he put it back in there but none of this is particularly None of it would elicit that reaction. It's like, please just clean up after yourself and dump out the tea and make a new one. That's all it needs. I, I did think he was going to eat it. Um, but, but also, just this isn't something that he would do in any other episode. Like, he's an asshole, but he's not, like, gross. He's just mean to them. I think the implication... He did break her teacups. Yeah, I think he's just, like... They're really hammering in at the beginning that he is and has never grown out of being a wild party boy. I can't believe she made him tea after he broke her teacup all those months ago or weeks or however much time Three passed. Three months. Plus some change. Uh, but she is nice and does nice things because that's what nice people do. True. Anyway. We move to Bitters back at it again with the popcorn. He just has a microwave on his front desk now for the popcorn. <laughs> and then he goes into his supply closet slash office and opens the door and there's a demon or ghost or whatever in there and he screams and runs away. There's wind yeah. and a mysterious green glow. Also, Guitar Dude and the rest of the people who are outside are now sitting in the lobby and jamming. Which I thought was interesting because presumably I would think that the ghost went inside when it pushed the table in there and closed the door behind mm-hmm. the table. I don't know. Maybe they thought that the pool itself Well, was then we see... And that's why they went inside. Because we do see a lightning flash um, as like a scene transition thing, but there is like green lightning. Um, and if, if I saw green lightning, I think that I would go inside of a building if there was a building available to me true and if i already lived in it well anyway back at the apartment it's fish stick friday with tots (laughs) they all all four of them say with tots they all serve themselves with their hands it candles the worst one here because some of them do use their hands to serve themselves, but he reaches in and grabs just a full handful of t- of tater tots, but like like squishes them in oh. his fist, and then he slaps them down on his plate, and it makes a big splat sound, and it sucked. Well, they are they are very grown up. They're, yeah, they're, they're sixty four years old. <laughs> if you say so. They've graduated from dinosaur chicken nuggets to fish sticks. 
and tots just smashed everything. <laughs> and tots. Oh, disgusting boys. So Gustavo is like, I actually prefer my fish poached with lemon and my potatoes. I wish, how does he say it? I wrote down how he says it. Our gratin. He's like, he says, Our gratin. Yeah, he puts an R in it. I'm pretty sure it's, isn't it just Oh gratin? It's, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, Ow. So Mrs. Knight throws a lemon in his. (laughs) (laughs) It's just an entire lemon and a craft single. And just smiles proudly. I respect her. So Gustavo tries a fish stick very dramatically. Everyone, like, leans in to see his reaction. The music is building dramatically. <laughs> he doesn't hate it. Which is really anticlimactic. <laughs> the boys kind of snap their fingers like, darn. <laughs> Were they hoping he would taste it and then leave immediately because he hated it so much? <laughs> I think so. I mean, anyway, I don't like fish sticks. I I don't think I would leave. No, I just wouldn't eat the fish sticks. I would just go ham on those tots. Yeah. So he asks what they usually do on Friday nights, and they're like very perplexed by this question. <laughs> Kendall's like, sometimes we play dome hockey. I guess that's not how he inflects. But I remember Close enough. him. Yeah. Um, Sometimes they play dome hockey, and then a little swirly slide action from Carlos, (laughs) and then James. (laughs) And then we play Biohazard Blast 4, Rise of Crotchy. How did- okay. Who is Crotchy? (laughs) Who is that? We gotta talk- how did you- how do you guys think Crotchy is spelled? C-R-O-T-C-H-Y. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way. Like, is that a- Oh, I don't want that to mean what I think it means. No. <sighs> stop. Oh, I no. I googled the word, <laughs> and it just says full of crotches is the <laughs> definition. Oh, I thought it would mean, like... Like a fun little nickname? Having the, like, appearance or, like, vibe of a crotch, but it's crotch-laden. Why did they choose this name? I don't, I don't know. I, that's why I think it's like a horrible attempt at a euphemism. I think there's a video game with a character named Crotchy. Is Postal a video game? I'm about I'm thinking to. There might be a video game called Postal, and there's a character named Crotchy, and he's an animated ballsack mascot. Stop. I found it. I think it's spelled with a K. That one is yes. Yes. So he's so hopefully he's not involved in the game. Right. Unless I mean, is it supposed to be like a like a Bioshock reference? That's what no, I thought. Bioshock they, wouldn't have blast in it. The writers just hate Bioshock so much. <laughs> Unless it's like a bunch of different games. I think they just needed a generic sounding video game. Right. Oh, it is a first-person shooter game. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's not like... I don't know. I wouldn't imagine there being a character called Crotchy in it from the little I've played of it. No. 
Yeah. No, it's like, it's like, uh, I've heard about the story for sure. Right. The story of Crotchy. Yep. Can we be done talking about Crotchy? <laughs> <laughs> so Gustavo um, plays dome hockey with them. He gets really into it so that it's not fun for anyone. Well, no, because and then he gets and stuck James in- win. And then James is really, really excited because they won. That's so the true. other three are just sore losers. But then, and then, but then they do like a chest bump, kind of bump. But it just results yeah. in James being thrown to the floor from the force of it, which it's unclear. <laughs> James goes through a lot. Yeah, that is the first of my through. favorite running gag, which is just James getting <laughs> annihilated by Gustavo. <laughs> I did, no make a, I did make a tally of the violence against each boy from Gustavo. <laughs> James definitely wins, but yeah. yeah, here's it's not a great start. Um, so then there's this hilarious gag where they each go down the swirly slide. Like they show each of them entering the slide and exiting the slide, and Gustavo gets stuck in it because he's fat. I have a theory that the reason that they mm-hmm. showed the boys entering and exiting and they'd exit before the next boy entered, I think they were trying to demonstrate good slide safety for children. Yes. Because you wait till the other person gets to the bottom before you go. I see. Because otherwise, why would they do that? That's nothing. (laughs) It's a waste of time. (laughs) Definitely showing good slide slide safety. Haley, do you remember that game we played in elementary school on like the big silver slide where you'd go down it sideways and then stay at the bottom and then people would keep going oh, down yeah. and try to knock you off? That was the best game. I miss it. That one hurt. Yeah, I loved it. Ugh, grade school violence. That, that didn't sound good. Are we ready to talk about Gustavo getting stuck in the swirly slide? <laughs> sorry. We got distracted. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I just didn't want to forget to talk about how there's 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 foreshadowing because they start the episode by singing the song Stuck. <laughs> oh, so they yeah. should have seen that one coming. I think that all of these unfortunate Gustavo scenes are a misguided but intentional decision to kind of really paint him as somebody who... He's past the point where he should be doing this, but he is doing it. Um, I don't want to say past his prime, because that feels a little too mean. Uh, But, like... But, like, past his physical prime, Right, like, he doesn't fit with what they're doing, because that's not what he's supposed to be doing. I think that's what they're trying to express, but it really is just through kind of fat shaming, which sucks. Yeah. I mean, it comes up later that he didn't really have a childhood of his own. Right. Um, Gustavo is wearing golden shoes <gasps> in this scene. Are they the golden dancing shoes? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get to the golden shoes. Has he had them this whole time? No, we don't see him dance. I think he needs to click his heels and then he'll go back to his unflooded mansion. <laughs> <laughs> But um, that's really how I read all of his scenes in this, and that makes it less bad. So they play um, Biohazard Blast 4, The Rise, Rise of Crotchy, for uh, like half an hour. And Gustavo <laughs> wins, and he yells, taste the shame. <laughs> and then... <laughs> hey, have we seen Logan? And James goes, I haven't seen him in half an hour. Which, I, 
like a j keeping track of time that intensely and b teens playing video games keeping track of time that intensely i think james keeps checking the time because he's not having a good time and he's waiting for bedtime so he's an excuse to not be there anymore okay yes that makes way more sense thank you i got you um so where's logan guys He's, he's gone. <laughs> he's dead. He just left. He went. Back. He can't die. <laughs> he went back to Minnesota. Where is he, Maggie? He's he's in the couch. Gustavo has been sitting on him for at least thirty minutes. Is what has <laughs> happened here. Um. Uh, so Gust- they hear him like screaming, like muffled screaming. So he gets up, and Logan's been like pushed down into the couch cushion so when he gets up the imprint of his entire body is just it's just in the couch cushion forever um yeah he's like dying it's he's he feels bad (laughs) he feels real bad about that one and gustavo just says my bad the set crew had to like carve out an exact logan shaped hole in his cushion and then it's just a reupholster. Yeah. <laughs> do you think they had to make him lay down to do a cast to make the couch cushion? I yeah. hope so. Or do you think maybe they just made him lay on the couch and ask Stephen Kramer Glickman to sit on him? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not what happens, but I don't know what goes on at Nickelodeon. Probably so that's, not that. That's not that's Chaos. not very funny, but um <laughs> it's funny because of the Tumblr post. So I don't know if we this... should. <laughs> uh, I would like to talk about it, please. There's this Tumblr post where it shows a screenshot of, in this very next part, if you like zoom in on the background, Kendall like is like touching Logan's shoulder, and they're like, they're not in the foreground at all, and the caption is just. Kendall comforting Logan after Gustavo sat on him for 30 minutes. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing I've ever and it, seen. And it's like, a, it's like a shipping account. Like, it's tagged. It was? It's tagged as a ship. So- but you can still remove it from that. And it's the funniest thing I've ever <laughs> seen. So- oh, I think it's funnier if they're trying to make it a ship thing because, like... <laughs> it's literally less than a second. Yeah. It's so fast, but he does immediately go to him to comfort him, and I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> no one else, I guess, decided Logan needs comforting. They're like, he's he'll be fine. I mean, he's been mean enough to Carlos that I think Carlos is allowed to just not for a little bit. Yeah. So if you made that post and you're listening, you are the funniest <laughs> human being <laughs> alive. Thank you for that. Thank you for your service. <laughs> I really appreciate you a lot. I ship it too. You're almost as good as the Lundell person <laughs> and the wiki. So Mrs. Knight gives Gustavo a pillow. He yells, "Pillow fight!" Yeah, he's that's so out of character, right? Like he, did, why would he do that? That's well, not... that's why because he's out of character right now in this episode. And yeah, this is a different man. Mm-hmm. This is not the Gustavo you know. This is Gus Beasley. <laughs> oh. Yep, this is Gus. This is the guy who Gus owns a scooter Beasley, shop. Gustavo's bandana man. 
Is um, that his superpower? <laughs> what, Bandana Man? No. No, Gustav, <laughs> Gustav Gus Beasley. Yeah. And just, he really inflicts a lot of violence on the people around him. Yeah. Especially. <laughs> seemingly unintentionally. Yeah, he, he says pillow fight and just swings his pillow around and James immediately gets KO'd. <laughs> so that's number two. That's where Kendall comforts Logan after Gustavo sat on him for 30 minutes. <laughs> not, not James, he just got KO'd. James Diamond Death Watch plot twist. No. He's too pretty to die. He's just sad. Yeah. He's just sad Tragic and pretty. Tragic character, James Diamond. <laughs> We're getting there. Don't worry. It's a slow and steady uh, journey. Uh, Gustavo says that if his mansion hadn't flooded, he would have spent the whole night alone writing songs. Aww. And they're like, oh no, that's kind of sad. And then he immediately falls asleep. Mrs. Knight is like, look, isn't it so nice? You only had to survive with him for one night and it didn't kill you because you're nice people. And then immediate cut to Gustavo saw, like, just sawing logs in his sleep. <laughs> that has happened in every Nickelodeon sitcom. I will stake my life on it. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's their favorite joke. Is somebody snoring real loud? Um, I'm obsessed with Kendall's bedhead in this yes. scene. I think it's just we we get a break from the bangs, and I hate the bangs, <laughs> so that's always good. Does Carlos wear his helmet to sleep he, is my well, next question. Well, he does in his later sleeping situation in this episode, but that's not a conventional one, so I don't want to... I think he just puts it on as soon as he gets out of bed. Yes, but I could also see him sleeping in it is the issue that I am having. Mm. I don't want him to sleep in it. That seems no, uncomfortable. Unless no. unless he um was laid Okay, so maybe like as a baby he was laid on his back too much and he had like the flat spot at the back of his head the baby sometimes get when they don't sit up enough. Um, what? Just... Yeah, you know that cuz like their skull is still forming. So if you don't if you have a baby on their back too long, then it can form kind of flat. And That's so then they wild. have to like sleep with a little helmet on to keep their head rounded. Oh my goodness. Haley back with the wild baby facts. <laughs> baby lore. I forget how many things I've learned about babies that aren't, like, common knowledge. Um, but yeah, and usually don't have to wear it for very long, but, like, if he had that as a baby and then he just, like, got really comfortable with it, that's the only possibility I can that's... think of. That's nothing I've ever heard of before, but if we talk about his com- helmet okay, as a comfort up but... item... Right, that's. I, I'm actually obsessed with that. He had to wear a little baby helmet. It's so cute. He just liked it so much. He just, it's so good. They're still like, they're still like big and puffy. It kind of looks like you know that um like those inflatable jousting things, where you're like standing mm-hmm. on a pillar in the middle and you've got this big old yes. stick thing that you used to hit each other with. Where you're standing yeah. and, yes. and you got the helmet on to stay safe. Yeah. Yes. That's what the little baby helmets look like. So do you think Carlos, when he was a little kid, saw, like, a hockey goalie and he was like, hey, that guy has a helmet just like me. This is my just destiny. Like me. Oh! That's really cute. Yes. Guys, we made the show even better. Gustavo's snoring and James wants to know how he is supposed to get his <laughs> <laughs> That's 
so Gustavo's every yelling in his sleep. <laughs> Gustavo yells that they should sing it in the key of G, which I thought was <laughs> interesting like because I don't think they sing in right. He made the windmills sing the last note or the last chord in the key of G during when he went to North Carolina that one time. I don't think there's that many big time rush songs in G. Like they're all E and E flat, and then there's like a B and a B flat. I mean, they use a bunch of them, but I don't think they use G very much. G for Gustavo. Oh yes, there it is. <laughs> Solved it. He's an MCR fan. <laughs> Shame says that they have got to do something. His voice cracks. Mrs. Knight has a pair of noise-canceling headphones, so she doesn't give a shit about this. And she gave the other pair to Katie. Sorry. So Carlos brandishes <laughs> yes. he was holding, and Kendall says, "Not that." <laughs> like, what were was he going he to was duct tape, his mouth tape over his nose and mouth? Yes, or just his mouth to stop yelling, or just was he trying to keep him from snoring too? He was just going to, like, accidentally murder this man. Accidentally Probably. murder. Okay, who among us has not accidentally considered murder at 3 a.m. when you're really tired? I thought you were just going to say accidentally murdered, and I was like, I haven't done that. Have you done that, Haley? I'm but then you said... the answer is no. Gustavo yells again. And he says, do it the way I say! Uh, so they go to sleep in the lobby, which is illegal because it's after 9 o'clock, so I don't know what they were hoping to accomplish. No loitering in the lobby after 9 p.m. Yeah. Um, but then they see somebody walking through the hallway, holding a candle, wearing one of those little... Stocking caps. tiny sleep caps. Oh, Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> oh my god, that's what I was thinking of. And so... <laughs> Stop! <laughs> And so then they they tackle the person holding a candle with all of their pillows. And they, yeah, they go pillow first at this lit candle. Like they think it's a ghost. They think they're gonna like be able to physically attack it. Again, three AM. Every other time they encounter a ghost in this episode, spoilers, they immediately run away. Why did they tackle this one? Three AM I don't know. <laughs> How else to explain it? The brain doesn't work properly at 3 a.m. is enigma time, and you can explain anything away by saying it was 3 a.m. That's what the Matchbox 20 song is about. It's also when you're supposed to eat a Krabby Patty. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's at 3 a.m. Patrick can do whatever he wants. Good <laughs> night. <laughs> They all yell ghost, and then Bitters, who is the ghost, spoiler, did we say that? It's yeah. it's Bitters. Oh yeah, it's Bitters. And he's like, keep he's your voice down. I believe you're Scrooge, get up. Yes! <laughs> if people hear ghosts, then people move out. I don't know if that's true. I think there is an entire market for haunted apartments and just like haunted residences. Residencies. Yeah, but that's not who he wants. He wants the future famous. I don't, the BuzzFeed Unsolved guys are, like, kind of famous. Yeah, that... Zachary Zachary Baggins. Right, but that's it. I don't know. I would... And they're not going to live there. 
Do you want to be famous and live in a regular boring building? Or do you want to be I famous mean, and live in a haunted building with an amazing pool? Joe Jonas is pretty famous now. True. He is a ghost. <laughs> yeah. He lived in a haunted house that one day. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that real? He, he talked about... Yeah, he talked about how he used to live in this haunted house. Oh, I thought... Okay. I don't remember any more details, but he, he has talked about that. The only spooky thing I remember him talking about is that he was afraid of Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne was the ghost. <laughs> well, okay, I found out that Maggie sent me the ghost thing with the caption, this guy haunts his own fucking house, which <laughs> that's all I retained because it was funnier than anything in the actual article. So I don't know the specifics of that anyway so what's happening in the palm woods lobby is that joe jonas <laughs> over a vase and then he made this chair sculpture he like really intricately stacked a bunch of chairs and it looks kind of like a boat like i thought of like the boat like the sails of a boat mm. um so that happened real real fast and then they all run in fear in different directions, but all wind up at the apartment at the same time. They do that a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then they walk into the apartment and see Gustavo's butt. And they scream again. She's like, he's fully, he's wearing like a, yeah. Yeah, like XXXL t-shirt. With sock garters. Yeah. So it's not, it's not he's just like, it's guys, he tells them to keep it down because people are trying to sleep. Also, okay, he was bent over, and then when he stands up, he was drinking milk from the carton. Nasty. <laughs> but why was he bent over to drink milk from the Wait. carton? Are we... What was he doing? <laughs> I just, he was again, that was another thing I just... And... <laughs> he's reliving his days in a boy band. <laughs> what? Drinking milk straight from the carton. Okay, I don't care about that. Like, I get what that was supposed to be. Why was he bent over? How do you drink bent I over? Think... He was trying to... I don't think it was... Maybe he had the hiccups and he was trying to do that thing where you drink upside down. <laughs> straight from the carton. That's was it a hot there. day, though? Was that cold milk? <gasps> I guess it was night. Cold I don't know milk. But then night Gustavo has. would be the ghost. Oh, if he died? Anyway, so they're reacting in their fear from seeing Gustavo. Did either of you notice James? Because I think what he was doing, it looked like he was licking the back of his hand like a cat. <laughs> what? No. And I don't think I'm exaggerating. I think that's literally what the man decided to do in the moment. And Scaredy I cat. Scaredy cat. I don't, I don't think that explains anything. I'm so sorry. It explains everything. It's fine. No, I have cats no idea. Like That's milk. Bizarre. James is a cat. I don't, I don't even know what to say about it. Why did He's he do just that? Cat boy. No. Oh. oh. I don't know what. That sucks. That sucks so bad. <laughs> but Carlos is the one who has a cat guy. He's got a guy. Is James the guy? What? Like. <laughs> <laughs> is James capable of being the guy? <laughs> I had a guy, but now I don't. James is exactly. Yeah. Alright, this was nothing. 
So what he is, I think, doing is he thought it was so gross what Gustavo was doing. He was trying to, like, wipe it. Like, he was wiping off his tongue to get the bad uh, taste out okay. of his mouth. But he did it with the back of his hand. Right. Hang on. I'm going to watch it one last time. I think in this episode, they're just very, very teenage boy. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, I don't know, some other episodes, they don't dress as teenage boy. And it's just so funny to me to see, like, these men dressed as little boys. So, it's tomorrow. They made it through the night. Um... And they want Gustavo to leave. They hand him, like, his bags and his stuff. And Logan has printed him out turn-by-turn turn directions back to your mansion. And then he pats Gustavo's face twice. <laughs> He's so bold in this one. I don't know why he thought he needed directions to his home. Yeah, remember in the pilot when he was... So afraid of Gustavo, he was crying and shaking and <laughs> yeah. said that he was Satan. In bug eyed sunglasses. And now he's condescendingly patting this man's face yeah. and condescendingly handing him printed out directions back to this man's own house. Good for Logan. And James gives him a box of fish sticks for the road, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, but Gustavo doesn't seem to want to leave because he's asking, like, what do they do on sunny Saturday? He asks what the rush is, and I was like, are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> we go over time, this. <laughs> if you're going to say rush, just go for it. Just do the whole thing. We're all here for it. What are they going to do on sunny Saturdays? Well, well, Carlos is going ghost hunting to prove to Lahogan that the Palmwoods ghost is real. <laughs> And then Logan's the Hogan is going with him <laughs> to prove that there are no ghosts. And Logan says, and I'd ask you to join us, but I don't want to. And then he runs out the door. Who is this boy? This boy says, no fear. Who is this? This is not my boy. <laughs> is this like, is this why Camille's not around right now? Because she just like can't handle this. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's Whoa. more confident when she's not around. What? But that's, I don't like that. Mm. Oh, I was no, going to say, I like thought, that at like, all. yeah, no, yours is better. She doesn't like this. So Carlos said Lahogan, but the Hulu subtitles spelled it Lohogan. Um, so maybe that's oh. who the brave boy is. Lahogan is the brave boy. Lahogan. <laughs> Kendall and James are just going to the pool. They're just like vibing. But Gustavo beats him there because he took the stairs. They're going to try really hard to be nice people and do it because it probably won't kill them he saved them seats yeah that was nice of him we do get another fun montage though it's not that fun actually no it, it's kind of it's kind of unfortunate um, joe is kendall is gonna invite joe to play um a romantic game of checkers i but guess is it chess or checkers checkers um but then Gustavo bumps her out of the way so he can play. Yeah, she gets thrown to the ground from the force of the bump. And he doesn't... Is it that he doesn't notice that there's a girl in the care. way? Or he didn't care? I can't... I don't know his motive. He just he wants to care. play checkers with his son. Um, <laughs> he just wants his son to put sunblock on him. No, James is not his son. His no. nephew. <laughs> yeah. But also, how tall did James think that that girl was? I don't know. What was he What was he looking at? 
What was he aiming so, uh, for? <laughs> a, a girl asks so him questions. to like put sunblock on her back, and then James goes to do it, and he's like looking out. I don't know, maybe maybe he's he thinks people would be jealous that he's putting sunblock on this hot girl, but then he thinks that yeah, maybe it is weird that she's really tall, but it's Gustavo's head that he is putting sunblock on. <laughs> also, fun fact about this girl. Um, she's on seven episodes of Big Time Rush. Just as some girl. Yeah, she was in the pilot. And then also at the end of the episode where they meet Joe for the first time, she was that girl who was looking for the gym. Oh. Um, she's the new girl. Yeah. In one, yeah. Right. Um, but she's in seven episodes. The next episode we're about to watch is the last one that she's in. So the Wikipedia page um, said that the character's name is Rachel. And the actor's name is also Rachel, but the actress's name is Rachel spelled normally, and the character's name had an A-E-L at the end. The final (laughs) section of the montage is that Gustavo is going to do a cannonball in a very crowded pool, which is probably not super safe anyway. It's only six feet deep. Yeah. Yeah, he would die. (laughs) He does the cannonball. Everyone's like trying to get out of the way. He emerges from under the water and the pool's empty. And he says, where'd everybody go? And apparently from the force of the cannonball, all the water threw everyone out. Everyone was just on top of furniture, like groaning in pain. They're everywhere. James was hanging from a rafter. Not a rafter, but... It's like Something. scaffolding, and he's got this yeah. tiny little inner tube still around his chest, <laughs> but now he's like, <laughs> him dangling from that will always be so funny, even it's though the so scene funny. itself is just not great. Yeah. Um, I was wondering where Bitters was through all of this, because it, he was in the lobby the whole time. You think he would have seen this and been like, who's breaking rules in my pool? But I guess he's just too concerned with the ghost situation that has happened. Guys, what's the paranormal prognosis? Carlos is stupid. Oh, that's the that one's rent free for me. <laughs> yeah. So Carlos sets up a lobby cam. Um, they're gonna leave it there twenty four seven to look. Uh, that's a that's their album. <laughs> so, um, they're looking for evidence of ghostly activity, and then Logan like. <laughs> grabs his face and pushes him to the floor. Um, he, like, smacks him, and then he he's just on the floor. And he takes over, and that's when he announces that his paranormal prognosis is that Carlos is stupid. Carlos. And he is so proud of this joke. He thinks that he was <laughs> so funny. I also think it's extremely funny. No, so yeah, he really was right. He should be is. proud. Uh, then an angry mob comes in, and they'll gather on the front desk, and everyone's complaining about the palm woods being haunted because there's like weird noises and slamming doors. And Bitters is trying to convince them that no, it's not haunted. Don't move out, please. We are having, having an electrical problem problem with the plumbing, and it will be fixed today. <laughs> so when he says that, Logan smacks Carlos in the mm-hmm. helmet like I told you so. But then one girl goes, "It's a ghost," and then Carlos smacks Logan's head in retaliation 
So they're just continuing. Also, an electrical violence. problem with the plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> I also that was another quote I thought was really funny in middle school, and I think I wrote it down <laughs> in a notebook of funny quotes because <laughs> I thought that was real, real good. It it's not bad. Um, so he diffuses the situation by offering a free in-room movie, um, and then just to keep them all in their rooms. A girl waves at them as she goes by, and then they do a gross teenage boy thing where they look at each other and go, "New girl, nice." And it's like, gross I mean, that's just like whatever. one of their uh, things. They do "New girl, funny. nice." Yeah. Do they do that like when they're in public? They can't because they see girls every day that they've never seen before, probably, and they can't just do it. I love that concept. I mean, like, is there a, there's another one? Is there a cutoff though for like age? There must be. They have to be like teenage oh, girls, sure. girls that they think they have a shot with. <laughs> Logan does an update on the paranormal activity, and his update is that there it's two o three, and there are no such thing as ghosts. And Carlos is still stupid. And he still thinks it's just as funny as the first time he said it about two minutes ago. And he's right. He's so mean to Carlos. <laughs> he's so mean to Carlos, but this one's still really funny. And then um, an actual ghost makes its way across the lobby. And, it's... and they immediately run away. So they're really, really, really bad at this ghost hunting. They're bad yeah. ghost hunters. They just saw a ghost from a distance. Okay, we are back in apartment 2J. And Gustavo's like, wow, that was great. I'm surprised you don't have more friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all washed away. They all have, like, standard issue palm woods towels, and they all have little palm trees on them, which is cute. I liked that. Gustavo has, like, five. <laughs> Gustavo wants it to be fish thick Saturday. But they don't want just, that to be really the case. He really just turns into like a big baby. Yeah. It just I kept thinking about um the photo shoot episode with the big baby stomp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one that caused an earthquake? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh they're trying to get they want Gustavo out. So they're like, hey, don't you miss your mansion and your stuff? And don't you think you'd wanna go be with your stuff? Um, and he says, you know what? You're right. I miss my things. And then he leaves and it's, they think that everything is good. Um, uh, but then it cuts to some men bringing his bed into apartment 2J. <laughs> Where'd they put the couch? <laughs> this couch what? gets taken apart and pushed around so much throughout the course of the show. I mean, like, it's kind of a bad couch now because there's a big logan shapes imprint i'm sure he paid to have that fixed i don't think well kelly wasn't there to hand out the 20 dollars bills true yeah so nothing has been fixed yet um gustavo declares another pillow fight and then immediately knocks out james again (laughs) and then we get uh, 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 that was too low and I couldn't hit the notes. That was uh, funny. Uh, uh, uh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then we get a cut to the next morning at breakfast. And Gustavo's recalling some good times they had, like when he bumped into Kendall and spilled his oatmeal. And Kendall's like, yeah, it happened two minutes ago. And he's still, like, wiping it off of his face. <laughs> his mom no is... No one else is... <laughs> his mom is no helping him. No one else him. is having a good time. It's very Katie's cute. Katie's having a good time. Oh, she is? Because Gustavo is, goes, good times, man. Good times. And he, like, smacks James on the back amicably. Um, and his face just goes into his oatmeal. <laughs> another one and another hit for james yeah <laughs> and then he like he asks how long until he goes back to the mansion and gustavo says oh yeah i just got off the phone with them this morning they said it would be another day or five and then james like looks <laughs> like he's about to strangle gustavo <laughs> <laughs> but then kendall is- saves him and is like james did you see that cool thing out in the hallway? So there's another cool thing out there. He has, he grabs James completely around the torso with both arms and physically drags him out the door. He was so <laughs> urgent. Like, he knew James was about to go off. Which is, okay, this is where I wrote, it was so wild that Kendall is the one stopping James from being hostile toward Gustavo. Yeah. And... All I wrote in my notes was how the tables have tabled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So things are changing. <laughs> Anna's very confused. Well, James is upset that he has to deal with all of this and oatmeal face, which is actually very good for my complexion. He pulls out his little tiny mirror. Let's <laughs> look at itself. Um, we get a bad Kendall moment. I think it's the only terrible Kendall moment of the entire episode though so like it's fine I can live through it um he says that it's time that they take the bull by the horns and handle this like men and he says it in his speech voice but then handling it like men is <laughs> going to whine to Kelly they're beating her they're both like crying and pleading to her they're both like yelling things at the same time so it's hard to make out what they're saying except one of them just goes, fish sticks in my apartment! <laughs> <laughs> so they're explaining that he's still... Oh, she's like, Gustavo's supposed to be at his apartment writing songs. And they're like, he flooded the apartment. And she goes, I know, and it's unflooded. I told him last night. They're like, what? And Kelly's like... Kelly, Kelly starts getting that. worried. Kelly's like, please tell me he's not running around having fun and playing. And then he runs by and knocks Kelly over like she's it's James. Like, Tag and seek. <laughs> Kelly And Kelly bounces back up remarkably quickly, and she's extremely composed. She just pops back up into frame and just con- keeps going like nothing happened. She is a true professional. She is so powerful. Mm-hmm. I'm um, proud of her. Yeah. So proud of her. She explains to them that Gustavo didn't play games with kids growing up because his mom made him practice piano all day. And you think that's going to be the lesson of the episode? You know, it's like, I'll be nice to people and like... Because their moms might have made them practice the piano all day. (laughs) Let him, you know, have a little bit of childish fun because he deserves it. (laughs) And they're like, well, I feel kind of bad now. And then Kelly just goes, well, don't. 
<laughs> he needs to get back to the mansion and write songs for the album. So there are no lessons learned in this one, fellas. Well, we do learn what the paranormal prognosis is. So Kelly has a plan. Step one, she's going to go back to the studio. Step two, the boys are going to get to Gustavo, bring him to his mansion, get him to write songs, and solve everything. And then she leaves. <laughs> And I respect her for it. Knocked to the ground by some kickballs because he's playing Marco Polo, no hitbacks, I guess. (laughs) What game is he playing? (laughs) (laughs) He's so mad about Gustavo's disregard for the rules of any known game. He only knows the rules of piano playing. Yeah. Uh, so they run into the lobby after him, and they run back into Carlos and Logan, and they're like, help us get rid of Gustavo, but they can't they because they have to get rid of the ghost. The new girl walks by, they go, new girl, nice, and then like Horrible. make angry faces towards Carlos and Logan, and then run away. And Carlos is like, don't worry, we'll catch the ghost tonight. And then he pulls out a fishing net, <laughs> and then Logan goes, with the fishing net? And Carlos corrects him in Ectonet. And then I watched this 10 seconds of the show at least six or seven times because it was really funny. <laughs> because they just keep yelling fishing net and Ectonet back at each other. And then at one point, Carlos just starts screaming, Ectonet! Ectonet! And then Bitters is just there and doesn't know what to do. <laughs> Logan's like, yeah, the fishing net. <laughs> it is so funny, guys. Um, it's like a genuine suggestion. <laughs> um, my question is: Is Carlos fucking with Logan? Absolutely. Yes, one hundred percent. This, I know he's like a little—he's a wacky little guy, but he's not that wacky. He, he just pulled out a fishing net. And then calls it an ecto net. <laughs> I think he solved it like at the very first scene, and he said, mm, "I'm just gonna go see how far I can take this." He just didn't want to deal with the Gustavo plotline. Oh like, yeah. Does Carlos even believe in ghosts? Maybe not. He just doesn't want to deal with Gustavo. It's like this will be fun. Gustavo. Logan mad. Gustavo. That's nothing. Ooh, right I just there. thought of it. Well. What does it mean? So immediately after the amazing Ectonut scene, we get another amazing scene <laughs> with James and Kendall. And this is one of the most like iconic things like from my childhood. This is God tier. Like, it is. I don't know if anyone actually wants to sing it. I'm not going to sing yeah. it. Yeah. Can you guys hear the vacuum in the background? No. Okay, cool. The ecto vacuum. <laughs> okay, a little bit. Um, let me see if I can make that stop. I'm so it's sorry. It's a ghost. <laughs> Please, Please don't, don't stay another moment. moment. We don't want to hear more, more words spoken. spoken. Welcome through the door. The door. Oh, oh look, look, it's, it's open. open. And you snore in the dark. And it's freaking, freaking us out. out. I love if we can 
harmonize on Discord. Probably not. Do you know the real version? I know the real version. Okay. The boys do harmonize. And they do real and good. They like, you can tell they practiced it because they even like do the, they tap their foot for the count in. So they put a lot of effort into yeah. this. <laughs> but anyway, the lyrics are, please don't stay another moment. We don't want to hear more words spoken. Walk out through the door. Oh, look, it's open. And you snore in the dark and it's freaking, freaking us out. out. And they're like, bad, right? Terrible. Yes, terrible. <laughs> you know, you need to go write a new song. So you should go home and write a better song. And then Gustavo, through this whole thing, isn't he? He pauses his Wii game? A video game. <laughs> yeah. He's playing and like Wii Sports. He's like, he's like, no, let's go with your song. And then he starts skiing on the Wii again. And he's like, I'm skiing down the Alps. <laughs> Which is fun. That's a that's fun it's for him. Fun I guess. Gustavo. Yeah, he did. Anyway, like, he was correct. <laughs> he was correct. It's an amazing song. <laughs> so uh, Carlos and Logan and Bitters are gonna sleep in the lobby to try to catch the ghost, and this is when Carlos sleeps in his helmet. Yes, but <laughs> first, Carlos is explaining to the camera what's happening, like in the the night vision camera. Are they going to sleep in the lobby? Um, and then, like, in the background, you can see Bitters and Logan in their little sleeping bags. Um, and you hear a fart, and Logan just goes, Dude! And, like, smacks Bitters. And then he gets <laughs> up and goes, Did you hear that? It was the ghost. <laughs> Why is Logan so cavalier in this with regard to... I don't to know! He just has no respect for adult men. Authority figures. Theory? Out of character. What happened in the last episode that brought him to this? I don't remember. <laughs> Did he not respect Logger? Oh, he very much did not respect Deke. <laughs> but that wasn't an adult man. It's true. Who is Dude, this boy? I don't know. Uh, the new plan that James and Kendall come up with. They have acquired a stretcher, so they roll it up next to Gustavo's bed, and then they're going to roll him onto the stretcher, and then roll him back to his mansion and in front of his piano, <laughs> and then he writes a song, and they get their crib back. How far away is this mansion? I did. Yeah. I well, they have directions from Logan. They had to take a car there the last time they went. They're so dumb. They're Idiot losing boys. it. I mean, they haven't really slept in a few days, so I'll give them that. Yeah. None of them have really slept. Okay. They're trying really hard to get him onto the stretcher, but they do a bad job, and then they, they accidentally pull him. They roll him over the stretcher and onto themselves on the ground, um, and that's that's not ideal, I don't think. Hey, is, is Logan like this because he's sleep-deprived? Probably. Does Logan just get just lose <laughs> all respect for adults? Yeah. Yeah. He loses all of his fear. So Carlos and Logan come in and they're all scared of the ghost and then James and Kendall are in there like struggling against some white sheets so they look like ghosts. Other two scream and they go, it's just us! Like they're so upset. Carlos jumps into Logan's arms like it's Scoobert Dubert. Yeah, and then when he realizes, when they realize it, then Logan, like, angrily throws Carlos down. 
<laughs> yeah, he's all embarrassed or like disgusted, which made me really mad because that's rude. Kendall would never do that to you. Right. Kendall catches you when you're scared, Logan. Also, I wouldn't have thought that Logan would physically be able to lift any of the other boys. When he's sleep deprived, he also gets stronger. <laughs> Ooh. This is hulked out, Logan. <laughs> His superpower is that when he stays up, he just gets really strong and aggressive. <laughs> I don't know. Because so far, his superpower is that he can't die. Also, okay, since we're talking about this, I was thinking about um, in Big Time Mansion, um, Carlos just like appears a sledgehammer out of nowhere. So I know that we said that James was the one who has the power to make things appear, but it might have been Carlos because he was also in that scene. James's power is attached to Bandana Man, right? Right. So now we okay. just have to figure out. Oh, so that's where Carlos got the Ectonet. Yeah, he just like makes things appear. Cool. So I, I think we've got everybody's. We can. <laughs> so they all go out into the hallway to discuss what's going on. Um, Logan, they're afraid of waking up Gustavo because he started singing their song in his sleep. <laughs> There's a star in the dark and it freaks us out. SKG man, love that guy. Love that guy. He's amazing. When they end up in the hallway, um, Logan says that he can't believe they can't get rid of the ghost, and then everyone else is like, "You believe in ghosts?" <laughs> and his response is. That he believes in the doo doos in his pants. So, but he says, did Logan? He says, he says it. Shit, his pants. Probably not, right? No, I hope not. He doesn't but, seem to have. No. So it's a meta metaphorical doo doos, mm -hmm. right? And just the way that he said it is really important to me. Oh, it's well, very bad for me. I didn't even write it down. I just wrote, Logan says a bad line. I believe in the doodos in my pants. <laughs> that was like, better than his, though. Yeah. It's like, my pants. Let me get Bitters running through the hall, screaming ghost in his pajamas. Ghost! Just to kind of ghost. emphasize. Ghost! <laughs> Sorry. This game's long. Then they're reminiscing about an old hockey game they played. Cause they said, we haven't failed this bad since we lost to Duluth East in hockey 8-1. And then they're like, yeah, right. Which, like, uh, the way that, says, that was the game that Kendall and I got ejected from. On I'm sorry, you go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, the way that the subtitle says it, it looks like they're saying Duluth 81. And I really huh. liked that concept. <laughs> yeah, they played this game in 1981. Yeah. Um, but then you were saying actually important things. Uh, that's okay. I was saying how, um, that was the game that Carlos and Kendall got ejected from for unsportsmanlike mooning. Um, and I just, I, I did pause it and take a little bit to think about how it was Kendall and Carlos. Because I think that it would, it definitely adds to their characters. Like, Carlos yeah. for sure checks out. Kendall, I wasn't as sure about. Like, I'm not shocked by it, but you think he would be a... on the surface. You think he'd be like, "We gotta do it right. No, we gotta be ourselves." I think it's... it's because of the be ourselves shit. I <laughs> <laughs> it's like a solidarity thing. I think, like, yeah, 
Somebody probably, I don't know anything about hockey, somebody probably did something bad to Carlos, but then Carlos got put in the penalty box and decided to moon them, and Kendall was like, yeah, agree. <laughs> I think Kendall would be in the penalty box a lot. Yeah. yeah. I can't really imagine Logan playing hockey. Right? But he actually. does. Uh, allegedly. He's an alleged hockey player. Also, this is where Carlos got his prior for mooning. Oh, yeah! Mentioned <laughs> in the pilot. Uh, they're like, oh, that's it. And James says, we should moon Gustavo and the ghost. <laughs> Which is so funny. But no, that's not what Kendall meant. He meant that they beat them. They beat Duluth East later in the finals because they were, they were all back on the ice together as a team and then Carlos gets so excited <laughs> we're gonna team moon them and everyone and just like... says almost <laughs> we're gonna team up so I guess team mooning is almost the same thing as teaming up <laughs> it's got the word team they can't in show it. butts on Nickelodeon no. so they couldn't moon them can you imagine if they were allowed to get butts on Nickelodeon? St- no, I don't want to think about that. Would this. Suck. I don't so, want to. Okay, <sighs> I just want to say, Kendall apparently has a history of mooning people, but then also in season two, he gets really upset when someone catches his butt on camera. Because it was his guess choice. It's like not as consensual or whatever, so that's yeah. fair, but. He, they did it. They did emphasize that he has a history of mooning people. So it's yeah. not the first time his butt's been out there. Karma. Anyway, the plan is everyone except Logan gets cool vacuum cleaners strapped to them, and they have goggles. <laughs> Acto vacuum <to> cleaners. <laughs> they trap dust mites, stale odors, and, and ghosts. ghosts. Oh. So, so many good James. I know. I know 1,000% Kendall doesn't believe in ecto-vacuum cleaners. Um, and then probably Carlos and James don't either. So Kendall's for sure just, like, clowning. Mm-hmm. But I think all three of them are clowning on Logan specifically because then they make him be the mm-hmm. ghost bait. And they all of just course. have vacuum cleaners strapped to themselves and are <laughs> telling Logan that they can trap ghosts. <laughs> and, like... So, two things. First of all, Logan went from Velma to Shaggy real quick in this episode. <laughs> um, just like a, f- a switch was flipped. Because now he's afraid um, again. Yeah. And then, um, I love that when Kendall said, yeah, we have to team up, what he meant was, the three of us have to team up against Logan. <laughs> yes. So Logan is the ghost bait. So they make him ghost be bait. in a sleeping Ooh, bag, and then <laughs> <laughs> um, Logan is in a sleeping bag in the middle of the lobby on the floor, and he's really alone and scared. And then we're seeing this through the perspective of like the night vision video camera, so everything's green. <laughs> and then we see the ghost, and everyone else runs out, and Kendall yells at the ghost stop right there <laughs> um, and then he says you're a really freaky ghost and they vacuum the ghost 
<laughs> or at least they, they try, try to. And then they have a fun little they montage where they're like running in and out of different doorways. Pop Pod City is ours is playing. Yeah, it's that's my favorite part of any Scooby Doo um any anything Scooby Doo is when they do the little like running in and out of doorways. It gets me every time. Why did they set this to City is ours? That's like the least scary big time rush song that exists so far. But they didn't have a lot out by then. Yeah, there's not really a scary one, but they like deliberately went with one that's very not scary at all. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Any kind of guy is kind of scary if you do it slow. Yeah. One hundred percent. They missed an opportunity there. If you slow down famous, I think it can be pretty spooky. If you just slow down anything, it's pretty spooky. Right. Yeah, I but mean, just like, like lyrically. Do okay. you want to? I think famous would be more somber. I'll have to try this later. But if you slow down at the end when they have the little famous bridge thing, when there's the. Oh, God. I think that could be scary. It's oh, like the ghost day. of fame. Oh, my. Cameras on and never lie. Yeah, that's scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, fame is terrifying. <laughs> but you're not wrong. Um, you know what else is scary? Ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do successfully vacuum the ghost. They vacuum it off of a person's head because it's just a person in there, I guess. And it's the new girl. Nice. Um, she tells them that she was uh, creating a no-budget horror movie, and she kind of used them as her cast, and then points out all the cameras. They're like, Wait. She would have gotten away with it, too, <laughs> if it weren't for you meddling cute, hot guys. Which, I get very bold. Cute and hot. I respect her. Um, uh, she asks if they're mad, and they all go, nah, except Yo- Logan... I almost called him Yogan. What's that? Um, <laughs> Logan just says, yes. So Logan's mad. <laughs> but they, like, they were just having a good time anyway, so they didn't care. Did they? Wait, wait, wait. I don't think anybody likes the aggressive, overconfident Logan. <laughs> they needed to bring him down a few notches. Yes. To bring him back. To bring him back down to where he usually is. To his normal state. Like his normal state of afraid. Anyway, they agree not to tell Bitters that it was her on one condition. And the condition is that she helps them scare Gustavo out of their apartment (laughs) with the ghost. Which is like a big paper mache head covered in old rags. Yeah. And then just like scary green light behind it. And wind. Like a box fan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You put, like, a bunch of little pieces of paper in front of a box fan and make them blow around. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure was just, like, to show us, the audience, that the fan was on. So Kendall voices the ghost. He has, like, a <laughs> microphone with a lot of reverb. And he makes his voice lower. He's like, return to your mansion now! Go to your piano and write some songs! Some d- dance songs! Return to your mansion now and write some songs! But, like, the last line, he gets, like, really deep. <laughs> Return to your mansion now and write some songs! That's not it. Songs! Return to your mansion now and write some songs! 
I did that with my real life voice. <laughs> Good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so it works, and he screams and jumps up, and he screams, "Ghost!" And he grabs his suitcase, which is already set up for him, like on its way to the door with a box of fish sticks on it, right? Because mm-hmm. he loves fish sticks. Road. I don't think his uh, step-by-step instructions, directions back to his mansion were there, so hopefully he knows how to get home. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, then, you know, they turn on all the lights, and you see how they, like, rigged up the fake ghost over the bed. And they're and then very excited. Logan had, like, a projector cheering. with his green light with it. He was very happy with that. He's, like, shooting it all over afterwards, <laughs> like, in excitement. It's really fun. Like a little blazer, yeah. Um, and then the girls come out of the bedrooms that we still don't know anything about. It's fine. Um, and Katie yells, what's going on? And Mrs. Knight says, Katie, I got this. What's going on? It's 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, that one. She just yells it like a little louder. And then they put like more like emphasis music behind it. Mm-hmm. Like more intense sound effects. And they introduce the new girl, whose name is Stephanie King, <laughs> who is a ghost. And her name, her human name is Stephanie King. <laughs> so that's fun. Does Stephen King write, like, ghost stories? I don't know if I've read, like, a ghost book of his. I don't know. Didn't he do, like, The Shining? Isn't that ghosty? No, it's not ghosty. Oh, I guess. I guess it is. That's definitely what they were yeah. spoofing with the furniture, right? Stacking. Dude, I I have watched that movie, and I watched the entire miniseries, and I read the entire book, and I retained, like, none of it <laughs> except the part where there's a furry, because it scared me. Um, well, I mean, like, so... <laughs> I only know no, that because in the psych episode, that's a reference to The Shining. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they stacked furniture. <laughs> Um, Katie's like, so what happens now? Gustavo writes a song and you guys do a music video? <laughs> and then they all do this little fun, they all look at each other and then shrug in unison and then do like make little arrows with their hands and swing them around and then it like it transitions us to the music video. Which is where they fun. sing. It's so fun. They sing A Shot in the Dark, which is, um, it was one of my favorites. It might still be, but I have trouble separating some things from nostalgia where i don't know if it's actually a good song or whether (laughs) i just had really strong feelings about it when i was 13 um this one i had very strong feelings about it it does have real guitar and it has real guitar which feels real good and and there's there's like a whole backing band in this video that (laughs) not been introduced to sitting in front of a very very tiny keyboard that he plays. We're definitely no... gonna have to we're gonna have a good time talking about this one. <laughs> like there's no piano anywhere in the song. He's not playing anything. <laughs> he just wanted to be included. That's the whole moral of the episode. Gustavo wants to be included. Oh yeah. also a shot in the dark. Um Gustavo must have it's the same tune as Snore in the Dark, which was featured earlier in the episode by James and Kendall. <laughs> So Gustavo did take their song and yeah. just... He stole their song. Made it. Which, I mean, they offered yeah. it to him. They did offer it. 
but they don't bring it up ever in big time songwriters when they're like we want to write a song they don't brag about how they wrote this really great song do you think maybe they just don't recognize it stole it i think they just don't want to ever mention this incident again in case like they're afraid it might happen again so if they don't bring it up, then Gustavo will never come back to their ma- uh, oh, I almost said yeah. to their mansion. That's oh, not man. where they live. They don't have a mansion yet. <laughs> Absolutely not. They do get one briefly at one point. I can't <laughs> wait for that one. Oh, I'm so excited to get through the series. Okay. Um, but after the music video that shows them back at the Palmas pool enjoying life back to normal, James gets to Damn, put sun t- sunscreen on that girl. <laughs> On Rachel. But then a table starts moving. The table. Like, in the very beginning. The table is mad again. About <laughs> They're not even singing. It just doesn't like them. <laughs> everyone looks at Stephanie. She holds her hands up. She's like, it's not me. But they all, they all do like everyone... a Stephanie. <laughs> it was very, um, the. No, it's the, for Raw, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So everyone screams and runs away from the pool. Turns out it was Katie who's learning a lot of fun things from Stephanie. So that's a cute friendship. I have my Gustavo physical harm tally. (laughs) So what's the Gustavo harm tally? Kendall got, I don't know, I'm counting oatmeal shirt because it sucks, but he wasn't physically harmed by it probably. Um, He got hit really hard by the Marco Polo ball, and then he presumably got crushed I say the word presumably a lot on this podcast because <laughs> I don't think we know what's going on a lot of the time, and I have to make yeah. assumptions. Assumptions. Anyway, yeah, so he probably gets crushed by him when they pull him off the stretcher, but that's also on them 100%. Mm-hmm. That is not Gustavo's fault. So really, the only harm he gets is from the Marco Polo ball. James Dome Hockey gets knocked to the ground aggressively. Pillow fight. And then pillow fight again. So that's two times he gets attacked with a pillow and knocked to the ground. Oatmeal face, which <laughs> probably good for didn't his complexion. hurt him, but he did. Right. Unless he, like, smacked part of his face on the bowl or, like, his nose hit the bottom of the bowl because mm. that would probably hurt. We don't know if that happened. Um, Getting Marco oatmeal ball, in your nose would hurt. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Or in your eyes. Oh. He's probably fine. Yeah. He probably also got crushed from the stretcher. Um, Carlos got out of this one scot free. <laughs> well, Logan Gustavo, smacked Gustavo his helmet. Did not touch him, but that but not, but not, by not harm from, from Gustavo. Yeah, that's just some regular. That's a regular Carlos and Logan interaction. Like that's the most average interaction <laughs> yeah. I think they've had. Logan just he got sat on for thirty minutes, and I don't know. James had a lot more instances, but I think Logan probably got had the most physical and psychological harm from the whole situation. So I think it's gotta go to Logan, but it was only that one thing. (laughs) But boy, was it a thing. So do you guys have any Uh, fun facts? When I was looking on the Wikipedia page, there's a note that the ghost storyline to this episode is similar to the horror film series Paranormal Activity and because it includes Carlos calling it ghostly activity. <laughs> well, he says ghostly activity, which is more fun. I haven't seen Paranormal Activity. That's not what it's called. Paranormal Activity. <laughs> is that what 
it is this what it's about? It's like found footage. It's it's like a found footage film. Yeah, they set up a camera okay, so to try to catch ghosts in their house. So the scenes we see through the camera are what they're comparing. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, the actress who plays Stephanie Kang is named Tristan Mays, and she has she's like a model, right? Yeah, and she was also in a uh, <laughs> she was in a band briefly. Good for um, her. Yeah. Wait, do they have like music out? Rounding out our, you know, Ned's declassified. Is the same show thing. She was in Nesty Classified briefly. Okay, so that's... Are we, are we good? I don't remember what our outro thing is, but thank you for being here with us. That felt like Catholic mass. I'm so sorry for that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, next time, we are either going to talk about Big Time Dance or we'll have a short episode about Shot in the Dark. We have not discussed it yet, but it's probably one of those. Okay, I have to go... My pants are cold. Girl, my-